Hello, this is Edward Lauder, founder and editor of Small Screen. This is Sean McLaughlin, story executive at the ISA, producer of Batman Beyond and Justice League Unlimited, and the writer-director of The Last Night of the Twi-Night. And this is James Simon, CTO and producer over here at Small Screen. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to Small Screen Live. Uh, don't really know what's going on. <laughs> it seems as though things are going very fast, very slow. I don't know what's happening. But uh, I hope you guys are doing all very, very well. Uh, we've got lots and lots and lots of stuff to talk to you about. But before we get into all of that, if you could please like and subscribe wherever you're watching, that'd be great. If you could also share the video, that'd be wonderful as well. And if you're listening uh, to this as a podcast, because it does come out as a podcast later on, uh, small where well, you can get it wherever you get your podcast at the Small Screen Podcast. If you could give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening to, I think it's only actually Apple Podcasts where you can give ratings. So yeah, give us a rating there. Please let it be five stars. Uh, that'd be very, very nice. And how is everybody in the chat? At the moment, I think Donovan Martin wins the award for most most comments in the shortest space of time. But then this comment, again, oh, this comment comes up is the bane of my existence, this comment, because it reminds me of, of the Book of Boba for episode three every single time I see this. I cannot get rid of that. I don't know what's going on with that comment. Uh, who else do we have? We have uh, Cheap Jack Shakespeare <laughs> saying night-night. Sounds like something your mum would say to you. Yes, that's a very good line. Very, very well written. Um, who else do we have? We have uh, Stay, Lifted, uh, Stay Lifted Productions saying hello there. Hello, Stay Lifted Productions. Hope you're doing very well. Uh, we have, who else do we have in the chat before we talk about the main topics tonight? You're a funny guy, Sally. Uh, they're, they're back. James is in the James is behind the scenes. It's okay with me. Hello there. It's, it's going insane. It's, <laughs> when, when James is when James has control of the buttons, things get mad. So uh, Donovan Martin is in the chat saying, "Is Argyle even coming out in the summer? The book was pushed to now to November. Now making me think it's going to be a full release." Shocked they still haven't found a distributor like they did with Paramount. Well, yeah, well, that's an interesting point, uh, Donovan. Um, the book's not out yet, which is a bit weird. It keeps on getting delayed. The movie is supposed to come out this year, some point. I still don't know when. I know you keep on asking me. Uh, Donovan also says, also shocked we haven't even gotten a teaser trailer for it by now, which is true. Yeah, we. <laughs> and there is Sean. <laughs> Honestly, when you've got James controlling things, things could go a little bit insane. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to start switching our positions, taking oh, he, us out yeah. randomly. He loves doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, just there like that. Go. Yeah, there you go. Yep. yep. And uh, Donovan also says, just uh, with me and Argyle, something. <coughs> I knew that was coming. I think you can read this one, Sean. <laughs> just with me and Argyle, it just seems something off about it. And earlier this month, there was an early screening for it and nothing uh, from it, I believe. Do you mean, Donovan, do you mean <clears throat> no reporting on it? Nobody said anything about the early screening? There's a secret screening that nobody said anything about the movie. Yeah. Apparently, that's... that's yeah. that's um, The only person I've heard talk about that is Donovan, actually. So I've not heard anyone else say that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping it's going to come out, Donovan. It seems to be the most important thing as far as movies are concerned for you. Uh, but I wouldn't worry too much about it. Yeah, there's his hair. <coughs> there's Henry Cavill's hair got, in the movie. He got Brian Bosworth's old haircut. 
Yeah. So it's an Maybe American. That... It's an American football reference, Edward. Not as completely over my head, but uh, <laughs> it looks like he's been electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Frankenstein monster. Yeah, it's, it's a, a rather interesting haircut. Hey, I I used to have hair like that. Don't I used like to. Have, that. I used to have hair. Yeah, I used to have hair like that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Very very cool. What? Uh, wow. What, what's the point of the design theory of that? Let's. Do we do we need to make Henry Cavill look? Wow. Do we need to make him look stupid? It's like he's yeah. too handsome. We need to make him look like kind of stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I I wonder whether the book is a bit kind of um, bonkers. Like again, this is so. This is such a strange story. So it's a movie that's based on a book that hasn't been released. Um, so who knows what this story is about? Maybe maybe he's a bit of a. I, I, with hair like that, I can't help but think Austin Powers. Yeah. Um, yeah. But her people are hoping that it's going to be a bit serious. I don't know. But the, the what I the last thing I heard about it was that Apple is very worried about the marketing of this movie. They don't they don't quite know how to market it. And it's from um, Matthew Vaughn. So Matthew Vaughn is a very talented filmmaker. I mean, he made um, one of my favorite movies ever, Layer Cake, which is the movie that kind of got Daniel Craig the Bond role. Um, <clears throat> he also made the Kingsman movies. He made X-Men First Class. He's, he's produced a lot of movies. He produced a lot of Guy Ritchie movie, Guy yeah Guy Ritchie's films, early films. So he's uh, he's a filmmaker that he knows what he's doing. So I'd be surprised if that film ends up being um, being less than interesting, at least. But they might not know how to market it. I mean, it has been. <clears throat> I just read a book about uh, the making of the Dirty Dozen over the mm. weekend, and that that actually was in production before the book was released. So <clears throat> it has happened before, but. I mean, I think didn't it kind of happen with two thousand one, a space odyssey? Uh, that, well, uh, it was, what, wasn't what, it the short story, and then while the novel was being written, yeah, 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 because I think uh, Stanley Kubrick actually had a, a bit of input, I think, with the book. Um, as far as I, I, the person that's obsessed with that movie is my dad, so he always tells me stuff about that, and I kind of, <laughs> kind of don't really listen. Obviously, <laughs> thanks. Uh, I got. I've got five kids. I have no idea what you're talking about. They all they all <laughs> hang on every word I say. Yeah, it's a, I, I just remember him forcing us to watch it, and we were all a bit like, eh, it's very long. Uh, <laughs> how, how old were you? Well, I think I was about... I, I think I was old enough to appreciate it. I must have been about 15. Um, but I don't know. I, I just thought it was like... it was. If I watch it again now, I'll probably love it. But I remember thinking it was very long and very yeah. obtuse. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, a bit boring. Which, there's, no, there's, I, there's no ray guns. Yeah, exactly. I was like, where's my Star Wars? Where yeah. are my lightsabers? Uh, Sean Harrigan in the chat says, greetings to my small screen fam. Yes, we're all part of one big happy family. Not a cult. It's not a cult. <laughs> <clears throat> God damn it! Uh, I keep pulling for a a cult, and nobody lets me start one. I don't think it's fair. <laughs> Maybe we start here. Uh, Bobby Anderson saying hi, everyone. Hello, Bobby. I hope you're doing very well. And Chris is saying quack. Yes, quack that notification bell. Is that what? what or quack that? I don't know what. Yeah, they. James makes me say weird things in um, in voiceovers. <laughs> That's one of them. 
who else do we have in the chat? Is everyone here? Now, I totally agree with that Twitter comment last week that Sean sent us that you two gang up on me. I totally agree with that comment. <laughs> I didn't see it until a comment, and now today it's like ringing in my ears. Well, that's, that's interesting. We do, do we? That, well, someone says that you two gang up on me, and I, and I was like, that's I don't think that's right. I think that what what happens is you you two tend to have uh, references that I don't understand, and I just smile and kind of nod. It's <laughs> like yeah. That's, that, that's what happens. That's well, what goes on well, with me. You know, as Bertolt Brecht said. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could come up with some of those of my own. You know, I could go, yes. well, as Albert Camus once wrote. <laughs> that's what you come I, here I, for. I think, you're, I, I think for Camus, you have to be a, a, a female 70s philosophy major at a small state college to, okay, really, I can, to I, really quote that. I could go even even more obtuse. Uh, Michel Welbeck. If anyone knows <laughs> Michel Welbeck. <laughs> uh, James is good. I, yeah. <laughs> just saw, we have, thinking about Bakertown yesterday. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, aloha. How are you doing? Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. This is for you. Family, 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 family. That's Bakertown, Sean. Okay. I actually watched the uh, Fast X. I think that's how yeah, you've actually legally got to call it Fast X. Are you, um, are you, are you looking forward to the next two? No. <laughs> I wasn't looking forward to this one. But that's oddly funny. enough, well, my wife was like, I want to see it. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, I've watched all of them. I was like, no, you haven't. And she's like, yes, I have. I've seen all four. The, There's yeah, ten. After, <laughs> after the movie finished, she was like, I don't think I've seen all of them. I was like, no, you definitely haven't. She's like, I don't know what was going on, but I had a really good time. I was like, really? I, I thought it was super dumb. The only thing about that film that I liked was Jason Momoa. I, li I like a very camp Jason Momoa. I think that works. Uh, but apart from that, I was like, this is so bad. But anyway, I, James I, watched, I watched Fast 9 last night. I finally got around to it. I'd never seen it. And just like every Fast movie when I watch it, I don't remember anything that happened before. It's like, oh, this guy yeah. came back, and this guy and his brother. It's like, yeah, okay. So, yes, yeah, so some, somehow they managed to they managed to make it so that Vin Diesel and um, John Cena are brothers. Yeah, in that it's one. A bit yeah. like, mm, really, <laughs> that's not very good casting. Even Charlie Theron said, uh, "Oh, I didn't expect some Nordic in your bloodline." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> They're like I, we all know that Vin Diesel's heritage is rather ambiguous anyway. Like yeah. he he famously said he doesn't really know because he'd never met his actual birth yeah. father. Well, he he sort of made his bones with a short <clears throat> film called Multiracial, where he's a, mm. an actor just going from audition to audition with every possible ethnicity. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then yeah, everyone's like, "Are you? Uh, where yeah. are you from?" <laughs> but the the thing that is, they they the kid the kid in the movie is is definitely black. So I think they they put you know, and that's meant to be his kid. So I'm I'm a bit I I was watching that kind of going, this is a bit strange because this is supposed to be the kid of a Brazilian woman and Vin Diesel. Um, I think I think again the, the, honestly this is worse than a telenovela. I do not know what's going on in this in this franchise. Michelle Rodriguez apparently lost her memory and then regained her memory or hasn't actually regained her memory. Yeah, they alluded to that in Fast Nine, but 
I, I don't know. Yeah. When I when I watch Fast Ten, that'll be one day before Fast Eleven comes out. Yeah, I think that's that's what I'll keep. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm 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 disappointed to hear this because I've been a big fan of those movies because of their strong internal logic. <laughs> yes, that's that's the main reason you watch those films. It's not for crashy, crashy, bang, bang, smashy, yes. smashy family. Yeah. Crashy, crashy, bang, bang, fat. Well, it's, it's it's any number of people talking like this. I mean, Michelle yeah. Rodriguez talks like that in those movies, she for does. God's sakes. She does. And in this one, Brie Larson turns up, you know, and it's a bit like, uh, I was, I was kind of like, I don't really understand. She doesn't really fit this film, but, you know, whatever. Like, uh, I just I just think, for me, if it hadn't been for Jason Momoa, I would have been very, very bored. Every time he's on screen, I was like, okay, something interesting is going on. He's a, he's a good villain. He makes a good villain. The only problem with the, the Fast and Furious franchise is the villains always end up becoming part of this family. Right, right. <laughs> it's, it's, because Jason Statham was a villain at one point. The only one they didn't bring back was um, the Welsh actor. He's his brother. Uh, Evan something, is that his name? I, I can't remember his name, but he was, he was one of the villains in one of them. Maybe he died. I, you see, this is the I can't remember. <laughs> nobody, nobody knows. And, the, and the, the thing is that really, and it, this isn't a knock on it. Like nobody cares. Yeah, the, the people everyone who enjoy died, this movie, everyone you know, comes back. Yeah, yeah. Like Han was supposed to be dead, wasn't he? He yeah. died in Tokyo Drift. He comes back. Yep. Um, yeah, James. Oh. I just I've I've literally just seen it, so I'm, I'm thinking about it. Uh, spoilers. There's someone that comes back. Another person that comes back that's supposed to be dead. Um, so, Vin Diesel was supposed to be dead after two, wasn't he? And then he showed up at surprise at the end of Tokyo Drift. Yeah, and um, it, they're just bonkers films. They're not. They're not. I mean, and the, the problem I have with them is when you go and see them, you always end up with a really mis like misbehaved audience. So like the audience was just terrible. Um, and it's always the same with these films and the Transformers films. But yes, we'll get back to the comments. Let's go into the comments. What What, what do you want to bring up, James? But, but hold on. I thought you said it was a cultural thing and everyone in France was was good when you watch movies. Not this time. Uh, no. And the, the only there's only the only two franchises this happens with or, or movie movies this has happened with have been the Transformers films and now the Fast <laughs> and Furious. This is the first Fast and Furious film I've seen in France and they were they were just unless you just like walking just like there are too many youths here. <laughs> <laughs> there were too many years they were being very loud and then one <laughs> you're at that point in life now yeah yeah i don't i don't want to get on the metro or the movie theater where there are too many youths too many youths and and there was there was one woman so Welcome, they were being very yeah they're being very noisy at the beginning of the uh, literally the movie was starting and they were they were doing all sorts of rude noises and thinking it was hilarious and the woman just went we have paid so much money for these tickets. You will shut up. <laughs> and started shouting at them. Nice. And then everyone just went very silent. And she just kept on going. And her boyfriend was like trying to get her to sit back down. And she wasn't. She was just giving them a massing of telling off. And then I just went, well, she's right, guys. <laughs> like... <laughs> so, yeah. Don't look at me. I'm not a youth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was dressed like one, but I'm not one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, it's really it's really hot in here sorry if i start sweating yes that's a comment that you like to bring up all the time james we've done that already uh welcome one and all says dan zig 1979 wait dan were you actually born in 1979 is that why you're, i'm assuming that's the case 
Otherwise, it's just a bit of a random number. And if so, can we have the first street you lived on and your mother's maiden name, please? (laughs) What was the name of your childhood pet? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sheep Plays says, hello. Maybe I should shout that. No, I won't. Uh, Kazakh says, I'm going to give you a 0.5 star rating. (laughs) Don't, please don't. (laughs) I wish that was the first time I'd heard that today. Yes. Oh, really? (laughs) Someone else told you that. (laughs) Uh, Dan says, I heard there was a kerfuffle around the flash screening yesterday. I think Donovan was saying something about that too. What's uh, what's the deal with their... Yeah, what's going on there, guys? Uh, Again, this is supposed to be my field of expertise, but I have no idea. Um, Donovan says, also, so many of the early flash screenings last night were complete disasters and weren't managed well at all with them prioritizing social media influencers with followings rather than regular fans. Okay, this this is actually a problem that I've, I've experienced personally many times in London. Um, when I was, I still do get invited to these things, but I think PRs are getting annoyed with me just saying, I live in France now, I cannot come. Uh, but uh, the, the the people that were at these screenings, so uh, the ones that come to mind is like Godzilla versus Kong was one of them that I went to, the screening for like the Lego movie 2, I think it was one of them. They, none of the people in the audience were actually film critics. They were all just influencers. And just spend the whole time on their phones on Snapchat. Again, who uses Snapchat? Only people that go to see cin- like movies at the cinema, apparently. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's just really frustrating. Like I don't understand why they invite these people. Mm. Uh, we do. Well, no, you know why they invite them. It's just they're not, they're not thinking it through entirely. I mean, they invite them because well, they're, they're, they're trying to get like uh, people excited about the movie on social media. Yeah, but but I, I suppose um, yeah. Kazakh, I knew I knew someone would bring that up. Um, <laughs> Kazakh's uh, very rude. Uh, yes, um, <laughs> yeah. There, there was. Um, I, I, I'll read the comments before I post them. Usually yes. with Kaz, we're safe, but no. That, I, I knew the minute I said that, um, someone I was like, someone in the chat will will make fun of that. Uh, but yes, it's uh, it is a problem. So I'm not surprised that's that happened with the flash uh, screening. I think the, the the screenings that probably for us mean the most was the one at, uh, at CinemaCon that um, that did very very well, and a lot of people seem to be very excited about it. Yeah, thank you, Kazakhs. Yes, you will stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Right, so actually, I haven't, I haven't gone over the running order yet, have I? So I, we don't know what we're going to be talking about. So um, I've got here um, Chapek. Not no, not Chapek. We're not talking with. Uh, I wrote David Chapek. <laughs> he's, he's like the the ultimate the ultimate bad CEO of a company. <laughs> David Chapek. There's David Zaslav. That's his name. Zaslav the Lion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> be, be, <laughs> very a uh, very uh, embarrassing speech at uh, the was it the Boston University yeah. um, commencement graduation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I mean, you've got Emma Stone as well. Some news about her involving the Flash. Uh, sorry, not the Flash. Uh, Fantastic Four film, Indiana Jones five reviews from Cannes. 
got some stories about Can uh, Echo series as well. Uh, Nicholas Holt as Lex Luthor. Uh, we might also talk a little bit about the Flash and um, maybe the Thing as well if we have time. But basically, we'll just talk about whatever um, whatever Sean wants to talk about at the end of the day because that's, uh, <laughs> that's that's how it goes. Um, I'm just watching the clock to make sure we get to 15 minutes without me swearing. <laughs> Almost, we've done it. We've done it, Sean. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah, fucking. That's it. fucking good, isn't it? Yeah, I told you that was a myth, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> um, right. So I suppose let's start off with uh, with David Chapek. who's who's conquering hollywood (laughs) with david zaslav yes Um, i I sent you the thing about the hbo max launch too right yes (laughs) (laughs) so that was actually very amusing hbo max so max it's now just max Max. that's how you have to say it max (laughs) it just crashed didn't it on its first day its first day (laughs) <laughs> Literally, someone someone switched it on, tried to watch something. The Max logo comes off, and he goes, Brrr. "It's like Max is out of order." You usually, yeah. you usually have to go to government for that kind of uh, you know strict <laughs> adherence <Service>. to rules. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, that's an embarrassment, isn't it? The the <laughs> I, I heard someone and um, one of these, you know, he's one of well, it was it was uh, John Campier saying that he thinks that David Zaslav is one of the best CEOs in Hollywood at the moment. Jesus Christ, what, what's going on with the rest of them then? Well, this is what I was, th- I was like, surely that's not the case. But he's like, <laughs> he's like, he, the thing, thing is, he's like, he's turned uh, HBO Max, he's made it profitable. I was like, what? Has he? Has he? <laughs> How? If it's if it, if it hasn't started yet, how do we know if it's profitable? No idea. One of the things he has done, which I think is quite clever, is he's uh, he's licensed down to lots of content to other people, which means that other streaming services have this content that Warner Brothers makes. Again, Max, so yeah, Campia, so Kazakh says Campia says with every head of Warner Brothers, he's a shill. <laughs> So he just loves all of them, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that happens. But it's the funny thing about this story was that so he was he was a guest speaker at the Boston University kind of graduation ceremony, and he was trying to go on about how to be good in business, to be a strong businessman, and of course, uh, many of the students just turned around and they they showed their back to him and started saying, "Pay your writers!" shouting, "Pay your writers!" And he he didn't deal with it very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think that was a. I think it was a really, really amusing clip, and it's also, if anything, I think it's actually quite a powerful message. It sends that even these, um, but I mean, not all Boston University graduates would are you know budding writers. Some of them probably will be, but it shows how important um, and how uh, widespread this strike is that all that <coughs> these young people will actually do something like that at a graduation ceremony. Young people that are not connected to the industry. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, it's. I think there's. I think there is a beginning of a of a new labor movement in the U.S. and and you know it's including things like the Writers Guild and hopefully the Directors Guild and the Screen Actors Guild next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we should we watch the clip? Be respectful of other people. And he was right.
respect and kindness is something that will change the way people see you. It's important, it's an important lesson for all of you. It's an important lesson for me. I think it's been the thing that's been most, the thing that has, that has probably had the biggest impact on my success is the respect and kindness of other people. So as you embark, remember, this is your journey. Make the most of it. This is your time. Thank you so much. Respect and kindness of other people. <coughs> caveat, unless you are a writer. Yeah, or, or you, unless you're one of the little people. Yeah. Honestly, it's you couldn't you couldn't make this shit up, could you? Like, you know, if you put this in a script, you would they would they would tell you that you're making the uh, <laughs> bad guy too one dimensional. Yeah, like, and also, does he always have to wear those sunglasses? It's like, <laughs> yeah, they make him look cool. They make him look like yeah. one of everybody. That's that's what you're, when you're making two hundred fifty million dollars a year or something. What he made something ridiculous like that. You know, you, you got to make sure that everybody knows you're still hip and you're still down with the team. It's, it's hip to be square, though. Yeah, <laughs> uh, honestly, I, when I saw this, I just I couldn't stop laughing. It was the first time. It's kind of cringe. It is kind of cringe just watching him try and continue with his speech. But he just kind of stops. And he's like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to have to finish this now. What, what I really wanted to know was, did he did he not expect this? Oh, I bet I don't think he did. I bet he didn't. I bet he surrounded. I bet when he walked off stage, everybody said, "You're golden, sir. You handled that just right." Boy, <laughs> we wish we could have handled it like that. And it really wasn't that many people anyway. It sounded like a lot because of the way the stage is set up, but it really, really wasn't <laughs> that many. There were a lot of people who were sitting down. It's it's the opposite to Trump. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like the, there weren't that many people. It wasn't that big. <laughs> It wasn't huge, <laughs> um, but so Donovan says. I think he did. Ex I think he did expect it. Yeah, um, <laughs> James is having fun. <laughs> um, I honestly, I, what I was. That was a great impression. I want more of that. <laughs> you, you missed, I had the hands as well. You know, you got the hands. That's yes, exactly. Yeah. My hands are way too big, though. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> They're far too big. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I really, uh, when I saw that, I was just like, honestly, I, I, I would have, I wouldn't have done it if I was him, especially at the moment. Like, I it obviously probably was a, a graduate of, the, of Boston University, but if anyone were, were to do that at the moment, we all know what's going on in America at the moment. It's, hu it's huge. It's it's stopping production productions on a lot of shows and a lot of movies uh is getting a lot especially in the united states is getting a lot of coverage at the moment and he decided he just he decided to say yes to doing this couldn't he have waited until next year <laughs> well they're they're trying to play up that this is not that big a deal they're trying to say mm. that you know i mean the, the upfronts for the networks were last week and they were trying to say look we've got a schedule that we you know we're going to still be broadcasting and they don't seem to realize that they're broadcast audience is shrinking and they're not doing anything to help it you know oh, i mean uh, the, the the thing is we all know that he he is 
out of out of all the um, the Hollywood CEOs, he is the one that seems to be earning the most out of all all of them as well. So he is he, and I'm pretty sure he would have been very much. Um, I mean, again, this is just speculation. I don't know, but I'm I'm I think he might have been one of the problems with the the initial um, uh, what are they called the initial. Um, negotiations negotiations that's the word i'm trying to look for the between yeah between the the writers union and the supposed well supposedly the executives the hollywood executives that didn't go very well at all no and supposedly they they just the the producers are completely uh refusing to negotiate they've made their offer that's it and yeah there's there's nobody's talking to anybody right now hmm so let's get let's go through some of the comments because people. <laughs> so as uh, Zaslav wished he went with the go forth and die graduation speech instead. <laughs> Guys, like, so you come up with quite a lot of uh, of zingers, I have to say. Uh, sorry, James, you can bring up the comments after. I brought, I just wanted to read that one. Um, who else do we have in the chat? That's uh, that's been saying some fun stuff about Zaslav. Uh, Donovan Martin says you should have dropped. Uh, drop from the speech get someone more like he should have dropped uh, dropped out of the speech, the speech I think. yeah, yeah. Uh, get someone more likable to do the speech yeah, well, yeah like someone like Clarence Thomas would have been great yeah well just someone that wasn't a Hollywood executive <laughs> it's, uh, it was a bit of a well, strange decision I, I realized that was Clarence Thomas is a Supreme Court justice here and it's being revealed he has constant house buying and stuff uh, from uh conservative billionaires have been paying a lot of his bills so i, I was being ironic yes well I, that I, and when i actually didn't hear the name clarence thomas when you said that i thought uh yeah he's he's in a lot of trouble at the moment as well isn't he yeah we'll see uh, we'll, we'll see. see but yeah why uh, why did they ask him and why did he accept right now i mean he could have said it's a, it's like a two thing it's a, a two um uh, he could have said i'm too busy handling the strike I can't come now, but if he says that, that means that he thinks it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, actually, if anything, it goes to show his ego uh, that he uh, he thought that that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Like he yeah. It never even occurred to him that that could be a possibility. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's it's ego. Is he's just completely out of touch. Yeah. 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 The two, yeah. The two can be a bit linked as well, though. Yeah. Uh, who <laughs> Kazak says I have the best headphones. Yes, I know. I, I I contemplated not wearing them tonight because they do make me look a bit like the guy in the Star Wars movies. For the um, they were they were a gift. <laughs> a, <laughs> something <laughs> I didn't I did not expect them, and I was a bit like, aren't these really expensive? <laughs> yeah, they sound very good though. Okay. Uh, Bl- Blues House says, "What's up though? Uh, not much." <laughs> Just talking about David David Zaslav. Uh, people loving the headphones. Lobot Edward says Danzig nineteen seventy nine. Hmm. Okay, um, so there's the flash screening. Apparently, I did a How bit of research. research, and um, <clears throat> so a lot of the tweets and reviews I saw are positive, and some are negative and some are saying that it's the Snyder fan saying that's negative but the Snyder's not attached to it at all I don't know but that's what they're saying they're saying anyone that is saying bad about the stuff at flash test screenings are Snyder fans 
That's basically it. Well, I did notice so. that um, trending today was uh, the Flash movie and Restore the Snyderverse. <laughs> yeah, but we, we need to we need to look at the numbers again, though, because often the numbers yeah. are re- relatively low. Yeah, on those things, I always seem to see make the Batfleck movie happen. On my well, thing is trending, but I'm a bit yeah. like, is, is it is it's it trending really for like, you though, right? It's yeah, trending exactly. For you. Yeah. It's got yeah. 1,700 yeah. tweets or something. Yeah. So, but it's because it's it's in our circle of what we report. So, yeah. Uh, Affleck's got 2,400 tweets. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League is trending, but I can't see how many tweets it's got. Just realizing maybe we should stop being political because someone got very angry. <laughs> listening to the we, got a, we got a first comment from Terry Baker. Not sure if it's your first time watching the show, but thank you very much for the first comment. Uh, by the <laughs> way, you're butt. full of crap about Clarence Thomas. Hasn't he been through enough bullshit without you spreading lies and rumors? No, uh, I'm not spreading lies and rumors. I'm spreading what's been very well reported by American media. We, but we've lost a subscriber. <laughs> and and we're we're and we're well done rid of this asshole. <laughs> See you later, yeah. Terry Baker. I was just gonna say as a Canadian, I don't really know who Clarence Thomas is, but uh yeah. So it goes right off my yeah. back. <laughs> he he really did it at the beginning that, for me as well. That, let's keep uh, that pinned back for a while. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Russia has plenty of accounts they'd like you to follow. <laughs> I'm just surprised that they even saw this live stream. That's <laughs> all. It's like, was it top stories of the week? Breaking news: the state of Hollywood. Uh, yes, yeah. I will watch that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. then it got annoyed with us about Clarence Thomas. About a about a Clarence Thomas joke. He's, a, he's joke. a subscriber, so we must we must we have people that watch, but they never comment. So yeah, even in the comments of the the replay, they they never do comments. So, <laughs> oh dear! But <laughs> here we go. A lot of people. <laughs> why is this day lifted production saying why later? It's true, actually. If you're unsubscribing, what are you? <laughs> it's like later. It's like well, that we're gonna see you again. That's like, um, <laughs> did you ever see that Facebook group? I'm leaving this gromp. <laughs> No. Have you ever seen that? Can I show you? I'm leaving this scromp. This gromp. This gromp. No, no, it's I'm leaving this gromp. <laughs> no, but you, you like some very obscure things, James. I've never heard that. Um, let me find the one that. The only the yeah, only thing for me that here. comes to mind is the um there was a sketch of uh, it's like if if um it's like a party but it's like the whole thing was about um how people are when they're announcing they're going to leave Facebook. Yeah, this, yes, yeah that's right. That's right. They have to make a post where they're saying, I'm leaving. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, this group here, I don't know if it's <laughs> I active. Am, I am it, but, leaving this group. Okay, yeah. I get it. Uh, and so <laughs> this one I posted, how do I leave this group? I'm getting so much spam from people claiming to be from Amazon free samples, wanting people to test expensive <laughs> products, and it's fake and illegal products they want to smuggle on the Canada. Thanks for announcing you're leaving. I care so much. Yeah, it's people that <laughs> They write four paragraphs on why they're leaving groups. So wow. That's what his uh, I'm unsubscribing later reminds me of. And that's that's our reaction right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. 
You lose some, you win some. That's that's all I can say. I'm I'm curious now. Like, how did he find us? Why did he subscribe? Was it a Reacher video? Maybe it was a Reacher video. Maybe it was a Reacher video. Actually, yeah, yeah maybe it was. But um, yeah, we um, <laughs> we, he's we not going to have the latest news on on Reacher, even if we get the wrong information and correct ourselves. He's not going to be around to hear it. I know. I know, but uh, should, should we move away from politics and un- and people unsubscribing and get on to uh, Indiana Jones 5? No, people want Terry to come back now. <laughs> come back, Terry, come back. Oh, well. We didn't mean it, but we did. But we didn't mean it, but, but we did. Well, I, I did. You guys are completely blameless. Just to, you know, so we got say, your back. Saying, no, we, that, saying that some asshole has been sitting on the Supreme Court for 30 years has been through enough. Come on! <laughs> I, I mean, I, I saw some initial like news reports about him and he, how he's he's very uh, friendly with um, a very rich man, and they're constantly going on holidays together and yeah, having painting, having paintings done of them. Is that right? Yeah. So he want, someone bought his mother's house. That's it. Someone, yeah, yeah. he bought his mother's house. Okay. Yeah. To release the Terry Baker cut. Once I Googled him, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And then his wife that likes to say all that stuff. But this is, this is the thing. You should never do this with James Thomas. Simon because he will find you. He's like leaving this <laughs> and the taken. It's like, if you unsubscribe, I will. <laughs> I have a, I have a very, very particular set of skills. And it skills involves hunting people now. Unsubscribers like you. Good luck. It's like, then you got James coming through your door. Yeah, we need. Well, it sucks to lose Terry Baker, former uh, national football star for America. Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, Donovan's got a good question about Indy Five at Con. At Canas. That's that's how you yeah can the can the festival de can con is a con's a, a, a con's not just a festival con's a market. Where's Cons- my Shatner con? Cons- one of the major uh, film markets, so that's why they're filming it there. Mm. Why they're showing it there? I don't. I think it's screened out of competition. I can't imagine it was yeah, in competition. Well, uh, in Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. It, it was the 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 final like showing the screening of it, and it's it, you know a lot of Hollywood movies do this now where they screen at Cam. I think um, Quentin Tarantino's uh, film. Once upon a time in Hollywood, did the same thing, uh, yeah. and it got. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, well, Edward. I'm sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> That's how every can should start. Every the, 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 I, I have I have big issues with can in general. First off, I think the place is shit. I do not like can. I've been there uh, and I did not like it. And I think the festival is. Um, it's not really. I, I know it's it's meant to be like a, a a celebration of cinema, but for me, it's just become such a kind of a rather yucky place uh, where a lot of kind of deals are being done, and it's 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 just about the. It's really just the kind of uh, the business of Hollywood now. It's become is, yeah. Is, is there a rule for the standing ovation? Mm-hmm. They, like, honestly, do we really, need to do at least three minutes, or if it yeah. film's really good, we'll do twenty-seven. Do they bring water ahead? Do they all plan it out before? It's so dumb. It's so dumb because they all they do it for every film. 
no matter what the film, there's always like a... Like there was all that news about Jean Dubarry getting a seven-minute standing ovation, like Johnny Depp's film gets a seven-minute yeah. standing ovation. The fi- I mean, I'm not... I'm, Unless my wife wants to see it, I, I, I'm really not into it. But I, I suppose we're going to see it anyway. The the reviews of that film have been okay, but I don't trust reviews that come out of Cannes. <laughs> yeah, that's very good, James. Um, Danzig, thank you for sending me that. I I don't trust reviews that come out of Cannes because uh, when you're going to a film festival like that, uh, I did it. A couple of times it's you see so many films in one day i'm like how on earth can you remember which film is which there was one day when i went when i saw five films in one day i they all rolled into one so um honestly the indiana jones five reviews i'm pretty sure like they might be relatively accurate it's kind of middling uh, people saying it's fine it's not the worst one it's not the best one uh, but you know, I'm still interested in seeing it. I think um, I'm not going to let reviews coming out of Cannes, of all places, put me off seeing a film. Well, everyone's been trashing it since the trailer. Like, I'm going to see it. I'm going to have fun. It's going to be awesome because it's not Crystal Skull. That's exactly, why. it's not Crystal Skull, and it's got some very interesting people involved in it. I like the director. I like Harrison yeah. Ford. I like Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I love Ma- uh, Lars. Mi- uh, no, it's Mads Mikkelsen, not Lars. Yeah. Uh, I think, and it's also got Antonio Banderas is in the cast. It's got a great cast, and um, I really hoped that they'd written a good movie and that James Mangold had made a good, a really good um, Indiana Jones film. I don't know. I don't really know what people were expecting either, like whether they're expecting um, something on the level of I don't know, uh, like the the early Indiana Jones movies. You can't really do that anymore when your lead is over seventy years old. Yeah. Well, and you're not. I mean, you're, you. What they don't remember is that that was a film. In a way, was breaking new ground. It was doing stuff yeah. that other people weren't doing, not just special effects wise, but with story wise and content wise. And it's it's, a, it's like a great trick, but you can only do it once. Exactly. It, it, um, and they managed to do it well twice, I think. Like for me, my favorite Indiana Jones films are the uh, so the the first one, uh, Indiana Jones, and the what was it called? So the Temple, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom was the second one, yeah. which I didn't care much for, and then the uh, Last Crusade was right. the third. And then the one. Raider of the Last Ark. Raiders, of the, Last Raiders of the Last Ark. Yeah. So I liked Raiders of the Last Ark. I really loved um, the Last Crusade. I think that's brilliant, and then. Temple of Doom, I can take it or leave it, to be fair, to be honest. There are bits of that that I found very annoying, mainly the uh, the female character in it. I find really, yeah. really yeah. 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 I, agree. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, uh, I'll and then, uh, Last Crusade has Sean, has, has Sean Connery in it, so it's a yeah. Yeah. great casting, even yeah. though he's uh, 13 years older than me. <laughs> I, I didn't... It, it, I don't. I didn't get the complaints about Crystal Skull. It wasn't great, but it was fun. You know, what do you expect uh, from one of these I movies? Thought it, I thought it was bad, personally. Oh, so the, okay. So you like the CGI swinging with the monkeys? You like the death I, by the CGI? I, I, I said. I said it was okay. I didn't oh, say it was great. It was not. It was. It was cartoon version of Indiana Jones. It's Hopefully, yet, uh, they use the same punch sound effect for each punch. They didn't even like. Make three or four different kinds. I know this. It's the same punch sound effect. No, um, I, 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 I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the, the randomness of the the number. <laughs> and and 
look at the first three Indiana Jones and how they introduce the character and then look at in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull how they introduce him. It's just no. And then there's the whole fridge thing that I won't even get into. But. Oh god, yeah, that's it's not a cartoon. Right. So it's so not, so the fridge now is in not, pop culture the, lexicon, it's nuking the fridge now instead of jumping the shark. It's in the, the lexicon. The, the, the that's fridge, how bad the, the movie was. The fridge thing bothers you, but in Raiders of the Lost Ark, him holding onto the periscope for like two hundred miles, that doesn't bother you? Not at all. Okay. Not not at all. As long as we establish our ground. There wasn't even a beat there, so I completely <laughs> completely on board. Well, yeah, because it's practical. And yeah, there is special effects and stuff. Yeah, like Edward said. But uh, I'll take that any day and do my suspension of disbelief when I watch a movie instead of CGI swinging with the monkeys. Uh, and Shia LaBeouf. That's Shia LaBeouf and... And, the and, and not just that, and uh, what's his face? Uh, Ray Winston being a with his best oh, yeah, ever. Yeah. quadruple agent. What was it there? Yeah, oh, I'm actually I'm actually on his side. I'm on his side. I'm on his side. Who the fuck side of on now? I'm on my side. No, I'm not. <laughs> I just thought that was so dumb. <laughs> so, so I'm actually a triple agent. So all right. He was doing his own accent in that movie, so it's all right. But that wasn't the distracting part of it. <laughs> John Hurt, we're, yeah, we're yeah. yeah. yeah really poorly used in that movie it's like it we need an old guy that's lost his mind to to be fair he's poorly used a lot yeah this, he is. this massive talent that you know hey john oh we'll, we'll give you a hundred thousand dollars if you show up for two days okay you see you know what he's even poorly used in my favorite movie of all time in alien yeah like, oh yeah oh yeah barely in that film. <laughs> they need to do like a a, a cop a, a cop brother road comedy with John Hurd and John Hurt. That's well, what they call it. Well, they're both they're dead. Both dead. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we have AI now. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's where I was going to go next. We'll have to use. We'll have to use the stunning new AI technology. <laughs> mm. John John Hurt. Uh, that was it. not John Hurt. Where William Hurt? I was thinking of. Uh, is the uh, talking of accents is the only American actor I've ever heard that's been able to do a convincing British accent. Uh, he does it in a film that he's actually playing a Russian. <laughs> he, he does a very good. Oh, Gorky Park. Gorky Park, yeah. Yeah, 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 Which follows the old rule of if 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 everybody has an accent, nobody has an accent. So we're yeah. just going to decide everybody speaks with a British accent. Really good film, actually. Really yeah, it's a great it. film. It's a great film. Terrific novel too. It's funny because yeah. it's weird because I was thinking about that the other night because the. Um, because I was reading that book about the Dirty Dozen, so Lee Marvin, and that was his, that was his big comeback. Yeah, he's very good in it. Even though, you know, reportedly not a very nice man, but he's very good in that film, and he does yeah. a very good, very good English accent. Best best American ever to do an English accent on 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 film, by far. He gets like the kind of uh, my accent. It's kind of my accent, really, uh, which I think is quite difficult for Americans. Um, he, he does it perfectly. <laughs> what are you putting up there? Like Bela Lugosi with a cigar. Yeah. Because <laughs> he had a great American accent, Bella, Bella did. This is going over my head. This is before, <laughs> before my time. Does you see, this is what I mean. I, I just kind of smiled and nodded along. I'm like, yes, yes. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. Pull the know. string. Pull the string. His last that's, part. That's the secret to a great relationship, though, Edward. It's just smile and nod. <laughs> <laughs> 
Baker Town says, "What about Mel Gibson? Are you saying Mel Gibson's a Scottish accent in in Braveheart? It's the worst accent ever. It's terrible." He's playing Braveheart. He's not playing William Wallace. He's playing Braveheart. Yes. 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 Ever tell you about my history project? I've told you about my Braveheart history project. No. No, but now you're going to. Now, <laughs> now you have to. Now you well, have to. I needed visual aids and and I was really busy. You know, I was working after school and stuff and did my homework at the gas station. Blah, blah. Anyways, so in the morning, I knew what I was going to do is I was going to go to the convenience store that rented movies and I bought a I bought the Braveheart poster and I cut off Braveheart at the bottom and I just taped it to the chalkboard at school. And that was my video, uh, my my visual presentation. And everyone <laughs> in the class couldn't stop laughing. They just laughed for like 10 minutes. And then I started laughing. And then I cry, uh, tears coming out of my eyes, and it was it was good, Mr. Bromley's class. That sounds like fun. And what kind of grade did you get? Uh, oh, I got I a plus in that class. Yeah, wow. I really like history, and and he was a great teacher. He liked me too. So. Good, very good, very impressive. Yeah. I never got an A plus in anything. Um, <laughs> should we should we move away from Indiana Jones five then? And can? let's talk about all my A pluses. I want to talk about my animation award, or my, uh... <laughs> uh, we we should talk about. I'm high on lack of sleep. Yes, <laughs> you should know this. That's usual. Uh, we should talk about em- Emma Stone and interrupting Apparently. Edward because that's and what I do. Yes, because it, he knows it frustrates me so much. <laughs> He's already I'm frustrated. Like... Did you did you get that vibe from me? He's had a rough day. I'm trying to make him laugh. Now we're now we're ganging up on poor Edward again. Oh yeah. So what about Emma Stone? I didn't see this. Apparently she turned down Marvel. Apparently she was offered the role of Sue Storm. She turned, she turned down. it down. Yeah. Apparently um, she wasn't interested, and um, she wanted. She was kind of, I think, too expensive for them, which I find uh, interesting. Uh, I actually think she would have made quite a good Sue Storm. I was thinking because um, we've got a lot of. This is this is the the kind of the story that never ends. Is like who's going to be cast in this bloody movie? Because we've already heard the um, the re- reports slash rumors that Adam Driver is going to play Mister Fantastic, right? Um, and then of course the the latest one has been David Diggs to play Ben Grimm, the thing. Which I think you're a, you're a fan of that potential casting. Aren't yeah, you? yeah, I like David Diggs. <clears throat> I mean, he's he's I, I I wasn't a Hamilton fan, but I sure liked him in it. I've liked everything I've seen him do since then. I think it's really interesting casting. Yeah. I like Adam. I like the idea Adam Driver too a lot. Yeah, read. Yeah, the other one for that film is Antonio Banderas. Uh, oh, Galactus. Galactus. Yeah, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think. I, no, I think that's good too because he's. Um, I mean, he's really well rounded, and people don't think of him as you know when he first started showing up in American movies. He was big, um, romantic leading man, matinee idol, Madonna's favorite actor. Um, and then he just sort of like slid into sort of like character actor kind of obscurity and not doing anything up to his speed. So yeah. I think he did the Spy Kids films, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I think he can carry a lot of weight. I mean, he's in probably one of my favorite films of this year so far. He's in uh, uh, Puss in Boots too. I can listen to him do Puss in Boots all day. It's so good. Yeah. And Puss in Boots. <laughs> and then I think he's going to come up in this movie and be like, I am Galactus. 
I will eat this world. Yeah. 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 I, must, I must have your life force. <laughs> He's got one of the best voices in Hollywood. He's got a very good voice. But the, the, the rumor around that role is that they originally offered it to, um, who was it? It was Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. 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 He's and he rumor. turned it down. Reportedly, again, this is all report. We don't. Uh, th this is the, the the beauty of the scooper game that people indulge in. You can come up with all this shit, and no one's going to say anything. It could be like Tom Cruise turned down the role, which actually turned out <laughs> true, although he, he was considered for it for the role of Iron Man. Right. Um, and then you know, no, no one can really uh, say that that's right or wrong. I suppose apart from Kevin Feige. But, the, but what, what is interesting about all of this is that it does really seem as though Marvel is looking at bigger names for this Fantastic Four film. You know, the likes of Emma Stone, the likes of Denzel Washington, the likes of Adam Driver, the Antonio Banderas. These, these are big names, big, big Hollywood names. Right. Yeah. Right. So, <coughs> but the interesting thing is they're turning it down. And I think um, uh, they're, uh, I think they're, maybe the sheen is off Marvel and they don't see it as the money-making machine it was or, <coughs> excuse me, you sign up and you're trapped for five years. Yeah. Well, and but the, yeah, that's exactly the point. It's like you're signed up to these things and they take a very long time. People actually can't wait to get out of these contracts. Like uh, the big one was Zoe Zaldana as, uh, as Gamora. She mm -hmm. basically said, I'm only going to do three of these films and that's it. She ended up being roped into doing the Avengers films which I don't think she was originally very keen on doing. And then with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, she made it very clear this is the last Marvel film she's going to be in. Now, the only one that's seemingly sticking around is Chris Pratt as Star-Lord. I think the reason is because he can't get anything else. Because <laughs> Chris Pratt, I mean, I like the guy, but he's not a Zoe Saldana. He's not, he, you know, he he doesn't really have that appeal outside of right. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. And, and it probably doesn't have that much else to do now that the yeah. Jurassic World franchise is gone and all the other stuff he did didn't really hit very big. So No. But this is this is the interesting thing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You, you end up being kind of in the, in the Marvel prison in a way as an, as an actor. And I think actors have kind of realized that. You look at like, I mean... Chris Hemsworth's kind of been able to break out of it a bit with the extraction films, seems to be doing quite well. But a lot of the films that he was doing outside of the Marvel movies were not performing very well at the box office at all. Like Robert Downey Jr., since, since the end of uh, yeah, his run as Tony Stark, what's he done? The Doolittle movie? Didn't do very well at all. Well, they're shooting Sherlock, Sherlock Gnomes, and he's producing the um, Perry Mason series. But yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting that he hasn't really mm. done... It's, it's fire offsets. Yeah, it's the same with all of the actors. Another another one in my eyes is Benedict Cumberbatch. Since ever since he's done Doctor Strange, the, his career outside of Doctor Strange has been pretty non-existent. Really, I mean, he's he's in a show that I think's done well. Um, I can't. They seem to go. A lot of them seem to go to TV, which is uh, that's where the better work is now. If you want to be a, yeah. like a, a real actor, but it, it's still surprising, you know. Yeah. Uh, you're doing a Netflix series or a Netflix movie and you're, nobody's taking hold of some, some of these people and like, well, you're like a real movie star. So why don't we try and get this into theaters? Yeah. I do, but I do find it interesting how they seem to, they seem to struggle outside of the MCU. And I do wonder whether someone like Emma Stone um, and Denzel Washington would be like, well, I don't want to commit myself to this and then end up being just in these movies, which is basically right. happening to a lot of these actors. Right. They're just in the Marvel movies. 
Right. Right. And, it, and so, if, and what's the reward going to be? Is at the end mm-hmm. of it, will I be able, well, you know, because usually uh, like a serious actor, I don't know if that's really a good phrase to use, but someone who's not just interested in, as a gig, you know, you'll do a couple of these movies, the, the superhero movies or big movies, because that'll give you a clout to get some other stuff you want to get made, made. But I don't even know if the business works that way anymore. Yeah, it's true. No, I mean, the, the, it's kind of worked for some of the directors, I suppose. Like the Russo brothers have been able to make a lot of rubbish <laughs> after the, the Avengers films. But they've, they've only just directed something, right? They haven't really directed. Have, what, have they directed anything since the Avengers films? They did a lot of TV uh, They directed uh, Cherry, Cherry Bomb. Or oh, Cherry, okay. not Cherry Bomb. That's Cherry Tom Bomb. Holland, yeah. That didn't yeah. do very well. I haven't yeah. seen well. it. And they, they directed The Grey Man. Oh yeah, the great. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, well. oh extraction. They didn't just produce; they wrote. The, it's based on a graphic novel that they, well, one of them wrote. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Yeah, and uh, that, they produced a lot of stuff like the really bad Amazon Prime series Citadel. The spy show, yeah. That's not yeah, oh, with, uh, Richard oh, Madden yeah. and uh, yeah. what's her name, uh, Priyanka Chopra. But, uh, mm. Yeah, or Jonas. Priyanka. Yeah. Priyanka but, Jonas. but yeah, I could see them coming back for. Uh, Secret Wars. If, I don't, if I don't know if you'd go back to that world. Do you think they? Do you think if Marvel nothing, would if, go back there? To oh yeah. If nothing, if nothing takes off for the Russo brothers, they're definitely coming back for Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah. possibly. I mean, again, the uh, the the rumor is that um, as far as these future Avengers films are concerned, the plan was not to have Kang be the main villain, but they saw his performance in Ant Man. And early, early kind of rushes of his performance in Ant-Man and Loki season two, and they made that decision to to um, to make him the main villain. I think they're regretting that at that decision now. But um, they're, they're, I, I, I get the feeling that this that it's been a bit. It's, even though we're hoping for a more kind of cohesive future phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think it's still a bit haphazard. And they've also reportedly just fired the writer from Avengers Kang, the Kang Dynasty. Yeah, he Lover. left. Did he leave? Did, yeah. did he leave or was he fired? Well, the first report was that he left, but yeah, it yeah. came out in the wash. Um, and apparently the Echo series is being shelved? Or is that... Not shelved, no. It's, uh, it was, it's being released all at once. It's mm-hmm. basically being dumped on Disney+. Plus. They're dumping it. Because the report is that apparently before the reshoots, Kevin Feige said, uh, this is what he was saying. This comes from, I think, the hot mic. So it's Jeff Snyder. So take it with a, a pinch of salt. He said that Kevin Feige uh, claimed that the film, the series was unre- unreleasable. Okay. Before the reshoots. Really? Yeah. So they did the reshoots and apparently now it's releasable, but only if they release it all at once and hope that everyone forgets about it after the first week that it's out. Wow. wow. Snyder needs to get some new lingo because every time he talks about a production that's in trouble, he says plagued by issues. Every time. <laughs> plagued by issues. But that, that's kind of what happens, isn't it? Everything's. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah, told that they originally yeah. shot eight episodes and Feige thought it was unreleasable. So they talked about cutting down to four or six in post. But mm-hmm. then they ended up reshooting it. So my source did not actually know how many episodes they wound up with. But yeah, apparently it needed a top down rejiggering and that kevin was not happy with it it sounds like he is back behind the scenes a lot more um which is not necessarily a bad thing no that's a great thing because i think he saw what phase phase four happened and he's like okay i was hands off too much on that now it's time to get back into it so 
I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know if this is just, you know, we've, we've got that first series of movies and it was such a, for a, any nerd, it was such a groundbreaking thing. And can they keep doing that? I, I mean, that's what I keep thinking every time I see something new and it's, uh, um, you know, it's a lot of meh. Meh. The, meh. the, the meh CU. M-E-H. <laughs> meh. CU. Danzig says the Roos has always said Secret Wars would be the thing to get them back in the saddle. Just get Marcus and McFeely back as writers, though. That's a good point. So, um, is please like and subscribe. That's what. what why are you guys writing that in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> um, but do that anyway. If you guys are watching and you haven't liked the video or subscribed to the channel, unless your name is what was his name, Terry. Terry Baker. Terry. <laughs> Terry Baker. Unless your name is Terry Baker, please like and subscribe. The uh, the anti Terry but Terry Baker stream. <laughs> and, uh, lip yeah. Lip Jam, you are on the wrong channel. <laughs> if you want to talk to us, we're on the small screen live channel. I put the link in there. I don't understand. I mean, what 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 does this is this? I, okay, I don't, if you, I don't if, you guys fo- if you guys follow politics in the UK, it's it's very interesting at the moment because there's a woman who is the uh, she's the home office head of the home office. She's the what's it the foreign secretary. She, her name is Suella Braverman or Braverman, however people say it, and she is horrible. But she goes on, <laughs> she goes on about the woke karate. We need to stop the woke karate and, and oat milk drinking uh, university uh, taught lefties annoying lefties i'm like bitch the country's in complete shambles and you're going on about the woke karate (laughs) the other thing she wants to do is send a lot of immigrants to all the immigrants to rwanda and um, she literally said i know you're you're shocked she said my dream is to see that plane leave the uk for rwanda with plenty of immigrants on it this is this is our um our foreign secretary is the, wow. No, not France. Is she, is she the home, home secretary, secretary or foreign secretary? She's the home secretary. Because okay. they, they won't let her out to talk to people in other countries. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> this is get- but, but now the, the new thing that's come up, you know, you, you guys call us woke. I'm going to start talking about politics. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 hey, I got an election going on here. And we get all about that with the wildfires going on, Edward. Oh, Sorry. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is it, is it woke to talk about the wildfires? It's too hot right now. Um, I didn't. I wanted you to finish what you're saying, though. Well, the what? So the new thing that's come out is um, she. She didn't want to. So she got. She got a speeding ticket. Suella Braverman got a speeding ticket, and uh, she asked her aides. So in the UK, if you get a speeding ticket, either you pay the fine and take points on your license, or you take a speeding awareness course, where you have to do it with multiple people, and you all talk. It's, it's like an AA meeting for speeders. Um, and you all talk about what you did wrong and what your experiences were. And then basically she didn't want to take the points and she didn't want to take the fine because I think she's already taken a lot of points on her license and taken a lot of fines because the bitch be speeding all the time. And, um, <laughs> and then she didn't want to do the course because there are other people in the course and they'll all make fun of her and be like, oh, Suella Braverman was on our course because she's speeding. So she asked her aides whether they could organize a private speed awareness course and the political her aides were like no we can't do this <laughs> civil servants we cannot do this this is a breach of the ministerial codes because you're asking us to do something to sort out your personal life 
this is your personal life. You should sort that out yourself. So technically, she should resign, but she's uh, yeah, she's got places to go. <laughs> but honestly, this the government in the UK is a total mess at the moment. It's uh, a very right wing, becoming very right wing government. <laughs> Uh, with the richest prime minister we've ever had in um, in Rishi Sunak, literally, I think one of the richest men in the world. His wife is is the daughter of one of the richest Indian businessmen, so I think he's worth over seven hundred million pounds, which is bonkers for a prime minister. Wow, he's literally. I think he's literally richer than the well now the king. The king. <laughs> I was going to say the queen. The queen's dead. Uh, yes, it's not been a very good year for for Britain. And there no. you go. That, that, that's that's uh, that's woke. That's woke talk for you. So here, um, in the pandemic, there was our premier was Jason Kenney in Alberta. I've lived here five years now. Um, yeah, five years. And April first, I moved here actually on April Fool's Day. Um, but anyways, Jason Kenney mishandled. <laughs> the, you like I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> he mishandled the pandemic. Uh, fired a bunch of nurses, blah, blah, blah. And then he resigned and got his big oil money payout or whatever. And this Danielle Smith took over. And basically, she was just appointed. There was no election for her or anything. She just took over. And she's got um, one of those signs on her mantle that says, don't tread on me and stuff. And then there's there's links to like right-wing uh, groups and, and stuff. I don't, it's the UCP parties. It's... It's nuts. They they used to say make Canada great again until January sixth, and then they scrapped the whole following Trump thing. But they banned make, it a bunch. Make Canada great again? Yeah, or Sorry. yeah, <laughs> that's what they were gonna or make Alberta great again or something. Um, <laughs> but uh, a year, two, three years ago, they disbanded over like a hundred fire towers or something, and fired a bunch of firefighters. And now there's over a million hectares of right. Uh, wildfires all around um, Saskatchewan and Alberta and stuff. Um, and there's an election going on too. But my main thing is I see these election signs that says re-elect Danielle Smith. It, but in the small print, it's re-elect UCP party and then her name. And so she, she wasn't was never even elected. elected. You know, she was never elected. No. Well, it's like, but, it's like the prime minister of the UK. He was never elected. Rishi Sunak was never elected. Yeah, uh, the, the 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 conservative members of the Conservative Party got. Oh, they actually say Labour Party in accent, not Conservative. Yeah. But um, they they uh, they actually put a woman called Liz Truss into office, who was completely mad, and basically ruined the country in something like sixty days. I think she was in office, probably not even that long. There was I don't know if you saw, but there was a thing. This uh, one of the newspapers, maybe the Independent. Uh, did a whole thing which is um will how long who will last the longer in office uh, like uh liz truss or this head of lettuce head <laughs> oh yes of, yes i did see that i did lettuce see that one. i remember that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's, it's six weeks yeah uh, yeah danzig knows more about that than i do that the timing six weeks she was in office i, re I remember she that yeah destroyed the country <laughs> she was she's just stupid just yeah. very she believes in this kind of weird economic like theory where if you uh, basically stop taxing the very rich the uh the economy will boom oh and, god that still I thought, yeah. I thought we were over that because that was yeah. that was the whole Reaganomics thing. Yes. But, yeah, it's very close to Reaganomics. Yeah, yeah. The trickle down theory. Yeah, which is just bollocks. 
<laughs> it's just the poor get poorer and the rich get richer. That's all that happens. Yes. EJ says, hello there, guys. Been under the weather the past few days. Just woke up from a nap. What did I miss? Well, we lost a subscriber called Terry Baker. Because, because, because Sean's really mean. Because we made a political <laughs> joke. And now we're talking about politics because we're woke. We didn't, and, oh, right, a, yeah. we didn't even make a. We didn't even make a. I didn't even make a political no. joke. I made a political reference in a yeah. joke. <laughs> I did want to announce though that on the small screen live channel, we gained a subscriber today. Who yeah. is that? I don't know. Clarence Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Wow, that's great. Hope that's you're great. feeling better, EJ. Yeah. Yes. Sending a, a love your way. Uh, should we? I don't should have we? the love video. I deleted it. <laughs> Good. I, I bet i bet there's a residual on some drive somewhere oh i can upload it right now if i wanted to <laughs> no, 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 no. yeah should, should we talk um there's uh, some so, so who else have we got on, on here we've got the so we've talked about the flash movie didn't we, we did yeah we talked about the, the yeah. well we talked about the preview some of them being a mess but generally it's getting raves I can't wait for that film. I really cannot wait for that movie. Uh, the the other thing that the the rumors about Nicholas Holt playing Lex Luthor. Uh, this is a so either if you look at the reports, it's either Lex Luthor or Superman. So I think some casting agent somewhere's like directors very confused <laughs> when it comes to Nicholas Holt. Or it's the PR agents leaking yeah. it out. That's yeah. what they they're trying to get some oomph behind their their clients so they can get yeah. the role. Yeah. Mm. Or it get other roles because people will think they're really in desire. He was great in Mad Max, though, so I'm down for him as Lex Luthor. I, I like him in everything so far. He's really good in everything. It's, uh, he's great in, um, is it uh, that film, the one with uh, Ray Fiennes and um, where he's a cook? The Menu? Oh, yes, 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 yes. It's a really good film. Uh, I really like that film, and he's in a he's in a series. Is it the Great? Is it called or Catherine the Great? Something oh, the where great, he, the the British series. Yeah, is it called the Great? Is that the one that's ticking, getting all the hit for uh, colorblind casting? Yeah. Uh, oh, possibly. I'm, I'm not sure, but yeah, it is called the Great. It is and the Ren, great. Yeah, and, and Renfield, which is a film that I really want to see, even though I've heard middling things about it. I just love the idea of Nicolas Cage playing uh, playing Dracula. He has oh yeah, he, he played Beast too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's in he's in the X Men films. I so, do want to see a Renfield though. I, it yeah, didn't I really do well at the it. box office at all. No, it, no. It, it, it got terrible reviews. It was it was right. It opened and it closed really fast. Yeah, which is a shame because it was a film that I was looking forward to, uh, and it, I don't think it even came out here. Uh, Dan Zig says, is Ezra going to do any interviews for the Flash movie? <laughs> Kazakh Singh job interviews, yes. Kazakh's on fire today. He is really on fire. Um, I don't think he will be. That's what we were told anyways, that he's going to be limited um, his his time in front, like, in front of the press, which is understandable, I suppose, given what's happened to him. And Afterwards, though, done. maybe not. If his mental health is good and the public reception to the film was very very good i could see them doling him out in front of the cameras keeping him on maybe what do you mean in front of the camera so do you mean like on a talk show or sitting down with <clears throat> journalists both i suppose yeah both yeah. edward both yeah. so and maybe keeping um, him on yeah I, I mean i wouldn't mind them keeping him on he's kind of gone it's gone very quiet with ezra miller 
Um, it's it's something that I don't I don't really know what's going on there. Like I think they're just going to wait for the movie to come out, see how people respond to it, and then decide what to do with yeah. Ezra. Um, at the moment, I, I, I'd be a bit surprised if Warner Brothers was to put Ezra on camera and talking to journalists, because I just get the feeling that he, that Ezra is a bit of a, a loose cannon, and even though you know they might be going, might be getting better. Um, there's always that kind of Ezra. Even before all of this, was a bit weird in interviews. Mm. So I, he's they're not the best at promoting films, really. Maybe leave that with other people that are in the film. Maybe leave yeah. it with Michael Keaton. Leave it with um, Sasha Kallo. Leave it. Leave it with the other cast members. There are many that they could mm. use. Three weeks to go. Yeah, it's, that's true. It's three weeks out, and we still haven't really seen that much. Like. There hasn't been like any kind of interview, cast interviews or anything like that. No. The film. Yeah, there you go. So that's the uh, Nicholas Holter's Lex Luthor. I think he looks quite good as a young Lex Luthor. Thank you, Crystal, for sending yeah. that to me. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. There's somebody said he said Brian Singer said that Nicholas Holt's his ideal Superman. Danzig said it. Yeah. yeah. Brian Singer. Is he actually saying things? Oh, this is Jack the Giant Slayer. Okay. Before, when he was still way back in 1979, yeah, but he didn't. He didn't cast before, before Nicholas Holt was born. Yeah. Ryan Singer, as was prophesized. Did he make? He must have made that film after Superman Returns. Then, after Superman Returns, yeah, yeah. I, Superman Returns yeah. was around the same time as About a Boy, wasn't it? When was About yeah. a Boy? <laughs> Jack the Giant the, Slayer was 2013. Okay, yeah. So that and would have Superman been like, 2007, 2008, wasn't it? Yeah. So that, yeah, he would have been very yeah, young. Six. Yeah. Yeah, a bit too young. But probably perfect time now, but who who knows what's going on with that film at the moment? Only only James Gunn seems to know what's going on with that movie. And every time anyone says anything about it, automatically gets a slap. By yeah. James he Gunn. said he was going to stop doing that, though, for yeah. a while. Yeah, he said he's got he's too much to do. He's storyboarding, so he's not yeah. even going to bother. I think he's being quiet because I don't know about you, Sean, but like if he's doing storyboards, how is he not going to be able to do rewrites when he's doing the storyboards? Do you think he'll adhere? That's to what the that's what they're for. Yeah. Do you think he'll adhere to the script? Because he wrote it before the strike one ha happened, right? Now he's saying he's doing storyboards. Yeah, there's um, there's always a question as to how much of that you can do during a strike like if it's already in production they're, they're but they're literally striking um like they made it well i'm sorry let me go back for a second they made arrangements last time that letterman writes his own stuff so letterman was okay to write right. for himself yeah. so i don't know if they're making something similar with writer directors episodes yeah yeah, yeah. when yeah when he's lost i don't know if there's the same sort of thing as with writer directors i would imagine not i would imagine and the dga could go on strike june 30th so you know draw fast james yeah that's a good point that's a good point anthony kerrigan as lex yes i could see him as as lex luther sure um as long as, that as long as he loses the noho uh hank i'll show you oh oh yeah huh that's interesting um, he was a villain in um, Gotham. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, was he Zaz? Do you play Zaz? Yeah, yeah. 
which I didn't I watched like the first couple of seasons. Him, no ho Hank. Oh, Edward, yeah. yeah. Oh. From Barry. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. He, he's quite. He's a bit goofy. He he can be very very dark and menacing though. Yeah. Like We're, especially in in Barry, he's been. Uh, yeah, no Holex. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I Jeff. thought he was quite goofy in Barry. You no, know? maybe I haven't seen the latest. No, he's, series, he's, he's scary too because when it be, when because it becomes how simple it is for him. Like the stuff that we think is really dark yeah. to him is like nothing. Yeah, which it, remember, it remember, comes out in the later seasons. But yeah, he's he has this portrayal of goofiness, but he is a Chechen mobster. Yeah, and he knows where what he has to do, and it, it like Sean said, it comes easy to him how to be evil and stuff. And then yeah. when he portrays. When he switches that, especially in this latest season, it's so it's very intense. He'd make a great mm-hmm. Lex. Remember, um, John Cryer was all all comedy all the time, and he uh, yeah. he was one of the best things on Supergirl. His Lex Luthor was was truly creepy. Mm. I just still can't believe they cast Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I I felt like you, and then when I saw it, like, oh, this kind of makes sense. He's yeah, I can see this. He's just weird. With the short yeah. head, yeah, he was great. Yeah. But he he feels like you know it's 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 the we're in the 21st century. He feels like a, a Silicon Valley guy gone nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, exactly. that was yeah. what they were going for. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I, that ultimate, was one of the things that worked in the yeah. movies and for in me. The ultimate Edition, like he wasn't that goofy. I mean, he was goofy, but he they got rid of the whole Jolly Rancher monologue and and all yeah. that stuff it made a lot but more sense he's more remember, um in superman the movie gene hackman is really goofy 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 and then he yep, hits that yeah. map and you and all of a sudden he makes a turn and he's the scariest guy in the rest of the movie yeah so definitely anthony kerrigan for lex luther that's what i think that'd be cool yeah i could there's see there's him as Zaz. yeah do you reckon they're gonna make uh, superman and so they're gonna make Clark Kent and and Lex Luthor childhood buddies, <laughs> like like they used to be, like in the, like they used to be in the super. You know, they, that's in what it was. The, the Superboy, in no, in the, super, in the Superboy comics. Yeah, it was it was um, the, the Superboy comics up until the the um, crisis. Uh, Superboy and Lex had gone to high school together, and Clark and Lex and Superboy and Lex were were all best friends. Because mm-hmm. apparently Lex was brilliant, but not brilliant enough to figure out what this guy looks like without his glasses. <laughs> um, and, but there's a um, an accident in Lex's backyard lab, and Superboy is someplace else and can't get there in time. He gets into there in time to save Lex, but the combination of the chemicals made Lex bald, and he blamed Superboy for it. And that's the beginning of his intense hatred for Superman. That's that's uh, that's I didn't make that up. That's what the comic book mythos was. That sounds amazing. <laughs> well, in, in Smallville, there were friends growing up, and then in the last season, I think it was the last episode, uh, they wiped his memory. Yeah, they did that old writing gag and then just yeah. wiped his memory. So, oh, you're all done high school now. You're going off to Metropolis. Oh, you can't remember anything about Clark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Dan says uh, Dan, Dan Zig says uh, he'd like to see Chuck Woody from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three as Lex. I would like that as well. I think he's very good, but he won't do it because he's already played one Marvel villain. I don't think he'd go over to DC and play another villain. Mm-hmm. I think if he's going to do anything, I think he might be in that film. 
he's definitely one of the actors that James Gunn has become very fond of. And he, he had him in Peacemaker, and then he cast him in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. And I would, he, James Gunn has already said at least one of the cast members from that movie yeah. is going to be in Superman. I think it's him, but I don't. I, I'm not sure whether he'll have him as Lex. What's a What's a good part for him? Brainiac. I mean, you're gonna make him Perry White. That's kind of like throwing him to the lamps. It's like here's a, here's a really nice big check, and you don't have to work I, very hard. I wonder. I wonder whether he'd make him like um, Clark Kent's boss at the uh, what's it the the Globe? Is that what it's called? The Globe, the super, the newspaper he works for. Yeah. Oh, yes. Is it the Globe? Guys, you know, the, the, what's loud. the name of the newspaper? The yeah, Superman works for the Daily Planet. Yeah, the Daily Planet. Where's the Globe from? What's that from? There's one called. Is that? Oh no, that's the Daily Bugle. I'm thinking of. The, the, yeah, there is the Daily Globe though in the comics. Yeah, there's some. So, there's some uh, um, but you know who would be good? Lex Luthor, Lawrence who? Fishburne. Yeah, <laughs> but he was what? he was the he was the, already been Perry White. He was Perry, yeah. yeah but I think it would be great. Oh, is is Perry White the boss? Is that who you, who you were talking about? The, news, the newspaper name? boss, yeah, the guy. The, okay. the, the, I, I the mean, when it, when it comes to the names, I'm I'm terrible. I can I can never keep up. I, I, can, never, when, I can never remember fake people's names. Yeah, <laughs> well, I remember people getting really annoyed um, with the. I think it was Batman versus Superman where they killed off supposedly Jimmy killed Olsen. off Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. And I was like, "Who's Jimmy Olsen?" And everyone was like, "Superman's best friend." Clark Kent's best. I was like, "I didn't know." <laughs> you beat me to it because I was just going to ask you. So, do you know who Jimmy Olsen is? Because I remember you saying that before. They never really established that character in the movies. They have him there, but if you if you haven't, if like um, in Superman the movie, you know, if you haven't followed Superman for a while when he says Jeepers, you know, that's a that's a great joke. But if you're just watching the movie, it's like, why is this kid in? Why is this kid here? <laughs> Michael Rooker as Perry. He might, no. he, he might, he's, he's he might be in doing it, too many B movies. That's what he's he doing. might he might be in it though. Like him and Nathan Fillion. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, Nathan, of, one of them's an actor. Did I see Nathan Fillion in the latest Secret Invasion trailer? Uh, no. I forgot to look that up. It's Captain Hammer. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing that he did during the last writer's strike. Actually. That was a deep cut. I love it. So... When the last writer's strike happened, like I said, writers were allowed to do certain stuff. So Wheaton did, Wheaton did a, a, a bunch of, uh, it did a superhero parody. I think it ran six parts. It was a musical with Neil Patrick Harris. Come on, um, come on. say Neil it. Patrick Harris, what? Dr. Horrible. Dr. Horrible's house of something. Yeah, I didn't remember the name of it was. Neil Patrick Harris is Dr. Horrible. Fillion is Dr. Captain yeah. Hammer. And uh, uh, what's her name from the Guild is uh, um, the love interest. But she's great, by the way. Yeah, she is. She's very good. Felicia Day. Felicia Day. And she, she's actually it's it, she's actually really good in it, but it's a musical. Have you seen Edward? Wait, was this Joss Whedon or was this James Gunn? It was Joss Whedon. Just Joss Whedon. Oh, I always thought that was James Gunn. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. I've seen pictures of Nathan Fillion oh, in costume. It's so good. Like this, it's so good. I've watched it a billion times. I've owned it. But uh, I, 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 I was, it, was it not was it not written by James Gunn? This thing? No, wasn't James it was Gunn all involved? Was yeah, because it, it was it was during the writers' strike. Yeah, it was Joss Whedon, Jed Whedon, and Marissa Tranchion. 
and then they went off and did Agents of Shield. But so you haven't seen it, but at a risk of a copyright, I'm gonna play the trailer. <coughs> Very, very long beginning. There's no, there's no, uh, well, we're definitely not going to get a copyright because we've got no, no sound. <laughs> One sec. Kaz, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry about picking on uh, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, we don't need anyone else unsubscribing. <laughs> we only want people unsubscribing for the right reasons. Yes. For every day. Oh, that's Nathan Fillion, that voice. And I recognize that immediately. For every day. What is going yeah. on here? So uh, it's the wind, oh. dude. It's the wind. Yeah. I think it might be. The wind's attacking your hydro. No. 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 For anybody from from Ontario, Canada out there, hello, hydro reference. <laughs> That's what I still say over here. And they're like, what do you mean hydro? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. God, we've seen this thing for so, so many times. For One every more. day, there is a night. For every world... There is an underworld. And for every hero, there's this guy. Ah, oh, ah. Oh, it's actually Nathan Fillet. It's uh, Neil Patrick Harris. you know coming along yeah it was great and that the last episode was great it's just great have you ever watched him in a, a series of unfortunate events neil patrick no yes he's good I, he's very good the show's not so good but he is very good mm. yeah i really i really liked him a lot but the the show was annoying enough that i couldn't stay with it yeah i kind of stopped as well i mean it, it, I, I was very impressed with what he was doing. Uh, I, again, that's another the movie I quite liked with um, with uh, Jim Carrey. I thought he was again very good in the movie, but the movie itself was bad, which is a kind of interesting thing about that that world. Just can't seem to quite quite get it right. It doesn't seem like it tra translates well. I mean, it's got the, the mm. well intentioned people doing work that's really hard, but. Um, it just doesn't work maybe it's no. just can't be done yeah maybe it can't be done um i think before before we end the show we should probably talk about ray stevenson who very sadly oh. passed away at the age of 58 rather suddenly uh i'm pretty sure you guys all know who he is um he was in uh, thor the dark world he was in he was the punisher in punisher warzone uh, he was going. He is going to be in Ahsoka, the series uh, Ahsoka. He was also in uh, Rome. He was. In he was brilliant Vikings. in Rome. The, brilliant, the first, yeah. the first season of Rome, uh, Stevenson and McKitter just yeah. looked like on fire. I've never seen th things like that on TV before. 
Rome was so good. I, it was only one season, wasn't it? They got it was, in the end. It, it was two seasons. Two. The first, the, the first season's really good. The second season's like, do you guys remember what you did in the first season? Yeah, and then it ended up getting cancelled, didn't it? That yeah. show. Yeah, but boy, the two of them in the first season are just amazing. Mm. Oh yeah, kill the Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, news. <laughs> um, I got Irish citizenship. Oh. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm allowed to stay in Europe. Hey, thanks, congratulations. Thanks, thanks for lording that over me. But congratulations. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you, you get to stay where you've lived a good part of your life. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, let's go back to Ray Stevenson. <laughs> it was, I was really shocked when I saw this. Guy. Yeah. I thought, you, no, that could this? be. Have you seen I haven't movie? seen this. I haven't seen this film, no. That was great. Definitely watch it tonight if you can. I should, I should, I should watch that. Um, well, he said he. It, it was. I was shocked too, and really disappointed because like, I was really looking forward to anything he was in. Um, but they said he'd been in the hospital for a few days. Yeah, so he he was actually filming uh, in Italy. I think he was filming an upcoming movie because he's married to an Italian. Uh, he, he was married to an Italian, and um, he. I think he might have collapsed on set. But they were keeping it all very hush hush at the time. Like I think he went into hospital and and then unfortunately just passed away. Uh, very sudden. It was a very sudden illness. That I mean, it happens sometimes. But it's kind of crazy because he was literally just a couple of weeks ago at Star Wars Celebration, looking very healthy and very fit. So it's a bit, you know. Uh, when I saw that, I was just like, oh, no, because he's he's such a such a talented actor. One of the best voices in Hollywood amazing a, voice a great presence and he had mm. having if you see Rome which is the first thing I really remember in him he's he's sort of a, a rough not sort of he's a really rough character clearly you know the Roman equivalent of working class and yeah. then he could just effortlessly turn from that and just present himself as something completely different he, the way he stands everything's just so well thought out and you just stop thinking about it and really enjoyed the characterization Hmm. So, so, and he, yes, he was in RRR recently, which yeah. is uh, the movie that kind of won everyone's hearts last year, I think, in that film. And Dexter as well. Yeah, he's only 58 years old, a couple of weeks away from his 59th birthday as well, a couple of days, I think. It's very, just very sad. I'm really looking forward to seeing him in Ahsoka. He looks great in that. And I think he was, he seemed to love the fact that he was in a Star Wars project. And he's an he's an actor that I was he's off, he was often overlooked I think, yeah. Um, really should have got more stuff. Should, he was he's so good, such he's amazing and are amazing and kill the Irishman. Yeah. I was never a big fan of Stevenson really um, until I saw Kill the Irishman and then I was like, yeah, okay, I'm on this guy's side. You didn't like Punisher Warzone? I watched the first five minutes of it and I turned it off. Yeah, it, I, it, I, I we talked about it before. It's the cinematography and then the lighting and. Yeah, I, but he but he is good. He is yeah, actually good. I got I'm gonna give it a watch now. Um, I yeah. meant to actually after we talked about it last time, but yeah, it, was, it wasn't my thing. I was coming off of a Thomas Jane's Dirty Laundry short. I was like, yeah, mm. this is not the kind of Punisher I want to watch. So. Oh, see, see, I really liked. Uh, I didn't really like the film, but I really liked him as as the idea of him and. I did the Punishers actually. I'm starting to be one of those things where I'm thinking it doesn't really adapt well into other stuff. I mean, he's great well, as a secondary character, but I actually yeah. think Dirty Laundry unless, is one of the best Punisher things I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unless yeah. you go a Garth Ennis route where you make him the only grounded character in the series and everyone else is um, 
laughable and then goofy, then that, that really yeah. works because it really narrows down his seriousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it works when he interacts with superheroes too because he's the only grounded serious one. And then you have Spider Man showing up in pajamas and it just it sets that vibe. And everyone takes that as Garth Ennis hating superheroes, but he doesn't. He's just playing to the strengths of the other characters he's writing. Mm. It's just he's he's attacking, he's a, a going after it, looking at the characters and figuring out the story as opposed to thinking, hey, what would fans really like? Correct. Let's, have, yeah, let's correct. have the Punisher get a flying saucer. <laughs> You know, or have uh, this eight-foot Russian throw him off the Empire State Building, yeah. about to, and then Spider-Man shows up and Punisher uses him as a shield. You know, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really want to end. Like, oh such... my God, he's talking about uh, comic books and Garth Ennis again. <laughs> I, li- I like Garth Ennis. He's quite yeah. rude, but I do like yeah. Garth Ennis. Uh, when you're like, 17, uh, 18 years old in the early 20s, it's good to read yeah. Garth Ennis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that, that's yeah, that's his kind of age. That's his per, the perfect age to read Garth yeah. Ennis. If you want to go to younger, then read Mark Millar. <laughs> yeah. But Gar, Gar, Garth Ennis, uh, Sylvia Plath, and Ayn Rand. Those are the ages where you're allowed to really dig all those things. <laughs> if you go a bit, a bit older, you can start uh, reading um, is it Ed Brubaker. Master level is Christopher Hitchens. Yeah. <laughs> You can start Ed Brubaker at 16 if you want to read his Winter Soldier one. That's fine. You can start there. Have you you read Kill or Be Killed? Which he did. Did did I read? Was that Brubaker? That's Brubaker. Yeah, I read read all his stuff except... I didn't read the one... We talked about this, Edward. It was the one where it's this kid who's disgruntled or something. Is yeah, it Killer Be Killed, the one you're talking about? Kill yeah, kill. I haven't he read that one it, yet. He ends up being told by some demon that he has to kill people, otherwise he'll die. Yeah, so, I just wasn't in the mood when I was reading all Brubaker and you told me about that one. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. not really there. I want more noir and detective stuff, has, more Elmore Leonard kind of stuff. Has he done novels too, like proper novels? No. no. No, I don't think Graphic so. novels. So. No, I thought he had. Actually, maybe. Maybe he has. I don't know. I can't say. I can't say for sure. But uh, yeah, his uh, so you've got me on his. Uh, is it Re- Reckless? Is that what it's called? Or the series James that you told me to get? Oh no, is it Criminal? Criminal. It's Criminal, and then there's also criminal. Reckless. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Reckless is the one where he owns a theater. Those yeah. are those are great. Those are the ones I told you to watch. And then Criminal to read, and then Criminal I'd read afterwards. Uh, Bad Weekend is also in the Criminal universe. It's another. It's an offshoot, and then there's the I'm fade out. Them now. I haven't yeah. read them yet. Then there's the fade out that he did, which is really good. It's about Hollywood um, script writing, and then there's the other one that he did, uh, Fatal, which is good as well. I enjoyed that. So there's there's a ton he's done. I'm mean, his own stuff, not like DC or Marvel. Yeah, that's that's image. Yeah. That, yeah. That's image comics that yeah. did that. Yeah. yeah. And I agree, Danzig. Steve Dillon's art and Garth's writing is a chef's kiss, big time. Uh, even there's actually a series that's uh, Punisher Bullseye. Steve Dillon's art, but it's not Garth Ennis's writing, but it's really good because it's it's kind of like because you have Steve, Steve Dillon's art, you can actually do a kind of a Looney Tune esque kind of, and that's basically what it is. It's like uh, Roadrunner and Coyote, right? In the comic mm-hmm. book, and they're all trying mm-hmm. to one up each other. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. So that they did uh, preachers together, didn't they? 
Yes. Garth Ennis and yeah. Steve Dillon. Yeah. And then they did the Punisher one too, the one that I was referencing, so, yeah. which I See, highly, I highly that. recommend. I do know some comic book stuff. You know a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, I was reading Denny O'Neill and C.C. Beck Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> None of that today. <laughs> uh, so who, so you someone's, <laughs> someone's talking about Frankencastle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you, Dan. Gentleman. Yeah. Please subscribe <laughs> even you, Terry. Thank you, Dan. Oh, we appreciate it for the super oh, chat. Thank you. You know, you lose a Terry, you gain two, <laughs> two Danzigs. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Every time a Terry leaves, we get five, we get five pound. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hit there it for six. Go. Right, I'm going to have to go off to bed, guys, because it's quite late for me now. But um, I'm, I'm going to have to go out to din- go out for dinner. And I've lost uh, the internet once already, so it's your time yeah, to end. So, so I think we should end. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for watching. Uh, Sean, where can everyone oh, find you? Before we do oh, end. Before. Are you yeah, doing? There's go. a new thing, isn't there, that you want to do? Oh no! How is Len? Sure. Len, who's Len? Len who? Len Kaminsky. Oh, uh, last I checked. Thank you. Ah. Last I checked, it was very close to making its goal. It is. It's at fourteen thousand. Yeah. Three hundred and seventy-nine U.S. dollars. I thought it was sixteen thousand. Yeah, I thought it was fourteen seven or something like that. So I don't know how Len is. I don't really know Len. I uh, I know people from Malibu. I worked at Malibu, so I wanted to put this up. Um, and thanks for putting it up again, James, to to tell no people problem. about this. You know, he's a um, he's a writer. Worked for every major publisher. He's, was one of the co-creators of War Machine, turning Rody into War Machine, and. Uh, he was hit by a car, and uh, he has apparently been in a home where he has not been getting very good care in a, a, a extended care home, and they've pretty much stolen all his money from what this says. So, um, if you can throw a couple of bucks Len Kaminsky's way to help him out, um, you know, companies, it's, it's amazing to me, and this happens all the time that creators that we all know and whose work everybody followed and everybody knows get in some sort of health situation and they can't. Uh, get out of it. So yeah, you know, they happened to Mike DiCarlo on... a couple of years yep. ago as well. Yep. Yep. And Peter David even. Yeah. Uh, Norm Brayfoil. Yeah. Brayfoil. Yeah. Yeah. Great Poor Brayfoil. Norm. He'll always be Brayfoil in my brain. <laughs> um, so if, if you can check out this GoFundMe, please do and uh, give Len Kaminsky a hand. He's done a lot of work. Everybody's enjoyed and he deserves better. Yes. Throw a couple boxes away, please. Thank you. Thanks, James. No problem. Thanks, James. Yes. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Yes. And thank Very you, good. Danzig. Thank you. And thank you, Terry. Yes. <laughs> okay, Edward, you can you can thank, play us off now. Thank you, James. Thank you, Edward. <laughs> there you go. Where can we find you, Sean? As as you get the 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 wind up from the music. <laughs> I'm Cheap Jack Shakes at uh, Instagram and Twitter. And James? Where can 42 Cutcom on Twitter and at that James Guy 42 on YouTube if you want to see my silly Star Trek videos. Yes. Or and you, a fish laughing to Darude Sandstorm. 
It's called the Richard Storm. <laughs> or Wolverine cosplayers dancing the music. <laughs> Whatever you want to watch. It comes out of my brain when I need to distress. Edward, where could we find you? You don't find me. I find you. <laughs> it's absolutely huge. <laughs> it's a very big deal. Out. It's a very big deal. It's the best, it's the most amazing. Oh, Trump talking to uh, uh, the Godfather. It would be, you come here and then my daughter's wedding. <laughs> you come here, my daughter's wedding day. You come here, my daughter's wedding day, and you grope her in front of the guests. Mr. Trump, this is not that the is behavior me. we expect. <laughs> So I thought you were talking about the wed- his his daughter's wedding day. He's like, you, you grew up my daughter on my wedding day. That's a different stream. That is my job. That is my job. It's a different stream. Different stream. There you go. <laughs> Too woke. <laughs> go woke or go broke. Where can we find you, Edward? Uh, the, you put it up earlier. EJ Lauder. I'm back on EJ Lauder and, and I'm on Small Screen Co., uh, I don't really, I mean, now I've started, I, I kind of stopped responding to comments on the Facebook page because just being called an idiot 20 times a day isn't the best thing to be reading. Uh, but uh, but yeah, you can find me on at EJ Lauder. That especially hurts because you're not. <laughs> well, I am in some, in some instances, there is, you know, I don't know everything. If you talk to me about Superman's best friend. <laughs> Pete, my, who? Uh, Pete, Pete Ross, Pete Ross, Pete, Pete Ross, okay. Ross was Superboy's best friend. Jimmy Olsen showed up as Superman's best friend. So I guess there's a yeah. little, little homoerotic rivalry going on there. There you go. We can, and where can we find Terry? Who knows? I will not disclose that information. <laughs> I'm pretty, yeah, James already found him. <laughs> he tracked down his IP address. <laughs> he knows precisely where he lives. IPAcaster.org. I hope you like the, I hope you like winter sports because we've got space for you in Antarctica. <laughs> I hope you like uh, winter sports because I just ordered you five hundred Turk, uh, Turkish jackets. I don't know where Turkish <laughs> came from, but okay. <laughs> no, and Dan, it's not Freddie leaving his comments. He leaves nice comments. We need he, Freddie back on soon. Uh, he's very busy. He's always he's always working. He's a super you know, cook, super chef. He's a chef in London, in a, a big restaurant in London. So he's actually he's he's always working. Every time I try and message him, he's like, "I'm at work." I, well, I suppose he's a chef. So it's normal. Do you oh. love it? Yeah. He he really loves the job. Yeah, he really really loves it, and um, he loves being in London. He's actually got to look for a new place in September. I've got to tell him that we can't move move in together. Uh-oh. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, Freddie, you're hearing it first. He, know, he knows now. Yeah, he doesn't watch. He doesn't. He doesn't watch the stream. Really? Because um, when he uh, made, he did the Hamada burger, he had the stream on in the background. There you, was you a time, it. wasn't it? Wasn't it? It was him. Yeah, when yeah. he was doing, he did the 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 burger. That was all him. I don't think Sean's ever seen it. Want to see it? No. Go on, watch. Go, go, go on. Hamada burger. Toasted, tomato, caramelized onion, crudite, lechuga, tomato burger, tomato spoon, salt. Oh, 
bugger flip. Time to put a bit more crust on the other side. I use these red Leicester slices, very easy. Easy with you, you know. Get a glass of water. Flat. Cover. Done. Now we prepare the burger. Mayonnaise. Fuck. Ketchup. Lettuce. This is iceberg that I've shredded up with a knife. Tomatoes, little ones. Three. Season. Caramelized onions. Good. Okay. I'm out of bag. Well, technically this isn't the Mada burger. Technically this is just my burger, Freddy Lauder's burger. It has a nice weight to it. I hold it in my hand. Indeed it is. Bon appétit, my friends. Hamada burger. Hamada burger. Hamada burger. Hamada spoon. <laughs> I was I was watching intently. Yeah. So he, he likes to he likes to do that. He used to do a lot of those videos and put them on TikTok and stuff. And now, now what I, what I do is I send I send him. Um, yeah, you can hear the stream in the background. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people say we sound very similar. Yeah. When Freddie does that voice, it's um, that's that's yeah. my that's the kind of similar to the one was my Matt Matt Berry voice. Right. <laughs> yeah. Freddie, we miss you. Yeah, I'm, yeah, we we all miss Freddie. Everyone misses Freddie. But um, that, that burger looks amazing. He actually yeah. made him. He, he makes the uh, brioche himself as well. Wow. No. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a five star chef. Tell he's him I said that, good. even though he's not. Tell him I said he's a five star chef. No, he's pretty he's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. He should I think that's what he's aiming for is to work in a mission star restaurant. At the moment at the moment he works not, I said. Yeah. I thought he, he was. is a five star. He works for Otolengi. Yatam Otolengi is in so uh, so it's in uh, Noppy is the name of the restaurant he works in. Mm. And um it's in Soho. It's a very good restaurant. And Yasumotolengi is a very well-known um, chef slash kind of, he owns a lot of restaurants. Mm-hmm. Has he met Ramsey? If he meets Ramsey, tell him to call him a donut for me. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Uh, the more I look at Gordon Ramsay cookie, the more I'm like, I actually think he's a massive fraud. <laughs> and Fre- Freddie did a funny thing when um, he was watching one of Gordon Ramsay's shows. And Gordon Ramsay was making a cheese toasty and he actually burnt it. But in in the edit, in the edit, they he flips it so you don't see the burnt side. <laughs> My brother's TikTok was just like, "What? Well, you you fucking burnt it?" <laughs> but I understood. I understand he was pretty good when he played for the Rangers, though. Well, I think he was in the uh, like Scottish Scottish Premier League. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure if he ever played for them professionally. I think he might have been in the under like 18 team or something. No, I think. I think he played- he, I don't think he ever actually played any any professional games for them. I think he was in the younger teams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tan said I'll move in if he cooks burgers. Like that. <laughs> yeah, you get very fat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he played on the, the Rangers youth teams. Yeah, he yeah. was in the Rangers youth teams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Freddie yeah, can Freddy. go live with Danzig now, so tell, make sure you yeah. tell him that. Yeah. 
He's actually looking for a new place to live in September. So if anyone lives in London and is looking for a roommate, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, um, Gordon Ramsay did get injured and he stopped playing. Uh, I feel his pain. <laughs> <laughs> you feel? How does it feel? Actually, I played the I played the other day and it was all right. Although um, I thought you uh, weren't anymore. No, I decided to right. go, but I decided I I can't. It's like a drug. You can't you're stop go, me. You're gonna tear your meniscus again. Well, do you guys do you guys want to see what I did? <laughs> on, I don't on want my to see your meniscus. Training session. Who wants no. to see your meniscus? Here we go. Here we go. Are you I, really gonna show I, us your? Meniscus? I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have asked for it if you hadn't brought it up. There we go. Hold on. We're gonna have to do solo for this meniscus view. It's not. It's not the meniscus, but it's this. Oh. Oh, oh dude. It's a friction burn. Yeah. Road rage. <laughs> Road rash. It's horrible. I literally, I, I went back for one training session and rather stupidly did a slide tackle on an AstroTurf pitch. And, uh, and yeah, <laughs> banned for nudity. <laughs> oh, dear. It's a cup. Really, I can't put this back down. It hurts too much. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, end the show. <laughs> Here, wait. <laughs> Now, now in the show. <laughs> I did it. I managed to get it down again. Oh dear. Yes. The the, the don't play football. <laughs> it's it's a bad game. Everyone gets injured. Uh, right. And on that note, on that bombshell, I've grossed everyone out. <laughs> Should we say goodbye? Hey, did you know you guys can watch us in VR? What? Why did you make me do this? You're editing so you can watch everyone around you sub. Think, Mark. You'll outlast every fragile, insignificant channel on this platform. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you to our loyal viewer, Sean Dickinson, if you're still watching, for supplying that footage. <laughs> yeah, Dan. Dan Plum's yeah, Dan Plum doing the voiceover. Mm. I was supposed to have a streamyard call with him yesterday, but we missed each other. I still talk to him every day. Yeah. Good. He's doing well. Rub some dirt on it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I couldn't sleep last night because of it. It's annoying. But yes, thank you very much, everyone, for watching. We've extended the ending for about. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening and make sure you follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on as we'll have new episodes up each week and be sure to check out our youtube channel small screen co where we have exclusives news actor interviews edited videos of snippets from the small screen podcast and more thanks for listening and we'll see you next time